Hi, and welcome back to the Drive Team Podcast. My name is Ev. And my name is Winston. We're your hosts on the podcast all about VEX Robotics. In every episode, we will be talking with a member of the VEX community about their journey and experiences. They will talk about their years as a participant or their time as a coach and share some insight into the world of VEX Robotics. In this episode, we have Chris Reimer, former 3553B and NXS VEXU member, and a current student at McMaster University. He has been involved in robotics from all the way back in 2013. Let's hear about Chris's journey today. Hi, Chris. Welcome to the Drive Team. How are you doing today? Hello, I'm doing fine myself. How are you guys doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing great, and I'm happy that you'll be joining us today. Why don't you start off by telling us a bit about yourself and what you have done in robotics? So I'm, I'm Chris Reimer from Ontario, Canada. I'm currently a student at McMaster University studying civil engineering. And so I, I started competing in 2013 with TossUp. I was on team 3553B, and now I'm competing in the VEXU competition on team NXS Nexus Robotics. Outside of directly competing in VEX, I'm also the creator of VEXScoring.app, and I've run a few VEX Minecraft competitions. That is a lot of robotics experience. Everybody had a place to start. Where was yours, and why did you start robotics in the first place? So long before I was ever competing in VEX, my elementary school had a LEGO Mindstorms club. And so we do things like sumo bots or you know, making a robot to like a little catapult bot or just completing a little task. And so that that got me interested with the, you know, the mechanical side a lot and then a little bit of the programming later on. Mm -hmm. And then when I went to high school on the first day, I hear an announcement and they're recruiting for the VEX Robotics Club. So I show up after school and made it onto the team. Yeah, the school is definitely a great way to get started in robotics. Let's talk about your VEX robotics competition journey and some of the highlights that you've had throughout the years. So, so back in toss-up, I know it was pretty good all-around year, but the, the match I remember the most was the very first match I had. And I think it was, it was kind of descriptive of the whole year in some ways, where so my partner was a no-show for that match. And we lost the match, but it was if we had won Auton, I think it would have been close. But the, uh, the real funny part was that I think if you added up the time that each robot spent disconnected, it would have been longer than the actual match, <laughs> which was yeah, that was the uh, the Cortex system. I see. <laughs> and then in Skyrise, probably my three best moments. So first one we did our first actual like practiced skills run and for that week we were the top team in canada and maybe north america i don't remember and then a week later another team took it but it was a good week that's nice and then the same tournament the the ref had made a call during i think it was semi-finals where we had fallen against our skyrise tower and he was going to say that none of it counted and then karthik himself comes out of the stands and i was like that's wrong and the ref's like i'm the ref you know i can't correct me and then karthik's like oh i'm the one who made the rules (laughs) so it was iconic Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. we went in skyrise probs and we won probs 
Nice. That's cool. And I'll go into more detail on that one later, I think. And then in Nothing But Net, funnest match is probably in Elims at the uh, provincial tournament. We were partnered with Pylons, and we were against 11.4 M. It's M or H, I forget. And then with uh, 14.04 B, I believe. Or it was Y, I forget. There was, there was a 14.04 team that we were against and that was with us. Anyway, so they, they were the first seed team. We were the eighth seed team. And I spent the whole match just playing defense, and we managed to win. And I was like, wow, it was great. <laughs> Beat the top team. Mm-hmm. And then we got crushed in the semifinals. Oh, no. Because the team we were against had traction wheels, so I couldn't push them. Oh, I see. Skyrise, I don't know. Was it Skyrise? Yeah, it went okay. And then in the zone, we made a eight-motor push-bot drive with what I also could score and do uh, mobile goals. But the, the main focus was the drive. I had this cool called a dual differential transmission. So it was a passive transmission. So the mobile goal lift and the drive were connected. It sounded really cool on paper. And at every turn we went to, we either won innovate or build. Nice. But it absolutely ruined us for skills because it overheat really quickly. And I think most matches that we did defense, we'd end up overheating. But it was fun. It was a blast. We won one tournament with pylons. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that was that was under VRC then for me. Mm. So after graduating from VRC, you went into VexU, right? Mm-hmm. What's different about VexU compared to VRC? I guess the biggest three biggest differences probably the build rules are way more open ended. I mean, so yeah, you can use at least nowadays you can use any raw material. You know, you'll have teams that'll mold their own flex wheels or they'll cut out their own plates from sheet metal but you can take it further than that and then you can use any electronic sensor you want i believe it was in change up with stju their bots were fully custom except for having v5 motors and a v5 brain and battery there's a lot of stuff you can do with that it's really cool you don't have quite as much time to actually build the robots because they're a lot more focused with studying and so you you have this open end of competition but then you can only go so far into it. So you have to really plan that way. And I think fairly chill just in general. Like compared to VRC, I find, you know, like you'll have teams giving each other leaks and helping each <laughs> other out a lot more, I find. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So do you have any notable highlights from VexU? So in ChangeUp, we, <laughs> I mean, the, the bots were cool. I really like the, uh, flywheel bot we had <laughs> but best moment was when we won so we won five online challenges that year and then we were finalists in a six we ended up with winning i think we won over two and a half thousand dollars in vex gift cards nice <laughs> wow that's a lot <laughs> they don't have quite as many VexU online challenges anymore <laughs> oh and then in tipping point so there's a few tournaments we're going to go to throughout the year but the first one we decided not to because it was there's going to be a lot of COVID there, and then the second one we got COVID just before it. Oh no! So we couldn't go. But we'd been planning out the robot design for each one, and we got to Worlds, and so we had exams right before it, and then a week between end of exams and having to leave for Worlds, and so we built the robots in that week, 
and then showed up to Worlds with, so our 15-inch would have had a clamp on either end, and there was the winches that would pull them up, pull up the mobile goals, and then it could rotate them to one side. And then the 24-inch had a giant claw on a lift, and that was like the entire robot. We ended up getting 10 seed. <laughs> I think the main thing with that is that we had really looked at how to make an efficient design for the amount of time we had. I think one of the big things was our design was quite compromisable. So like the concepts that we had come up with were a lot more complicated. But as we were running out of time, we had ways within the design to make it simpler and cut stuff out without having the robot not be able to score effectively anymore. I think that made the biggest difference there. Interesting stuff. And I think I think the other thing with Tipping Point that made it a blast was that me and then Logan from NXS and a few Uwaterloo members, we all drove down there together. From Ontario to Texas? Yeah. We, we ended up having to switch off who was driving every, like, I don't know, three hours-ish. And then whoever wasn't driving would sleep because we our first day, we got to our Airbnb an hour before it, we had to leave it. So we were driving for, like, 36 hours straight or something. Wow, that's a long drive. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it went well. We had fun. It's good to hear. So you're also a mentor. Um, you mentored the teams 386 and 905. Can you tell us more about your experience with each of these organizations? So, yeah, so 386 is what used to be 335, or yeah, 3553. Because it's not the year after I left, but the year after that, they shut down the robotics club, but the kids there still wanted to do robotics. So they went off and they took the parts and started their own team. Oh, yeah, so in Turning Point, that's when I started mentoring them. And most of that was just would be just online, you know, giving them leaks and videos that I'd seen, and usually just on the Vex Discord or on YouTube, mm-hmm. and then showing up to competitions and supporting them there. I think in that year, what I saw the most was that just giving people all the design options that people or other people are doing doesn't really help them that much because like, I mean, you can end up with a meta bot, but a lot of the fun from it just comes from being creative. And so then next year in tower takeover, so this is, I so in, in turning point, they just been 35, 53 C and a, and then they became three, eight, six. And so in that year, I got to help out a bit more in person, at least during the fall. I wasn't quite as strong with the overall strategy of Tower Takeover. I wasn't paying as much attention there. And so I was helping more just with, you know, with stuff like build quality. And then, you know, they could be like, okay, you know, I want to build a robot like this. This is going to be my strategy and just kind of nudge it a little bit if there's something wrong with it or... Mm-hmm. Just give them little bits of advice, but have them being in charge of the overall strategy and and not trying to railroad them. And that, I think that was, yeah, that's kind of what epitomized that. And then with 905, I mean, mostly that was just a little bit online and then showing up to tournaments. I, I definitely didn't mentor them as much as I did with 386. Yeah, I think mentoring in any way is pretty great. So this is a part of the podcast where we ask each guest about their favorite moment of all in robotics. So you've been involved since 2013. So what's your favorite moment ever? 
favorite moment ever. So I'd, yeah, I'd probably have to be in Skyrise when we won Provincials. So we had gone into that tournament thinking that we, you know, we'd be we'd be happy if we got two of the Elim matches. So that was the, I think it was the second time that our organization had even been to Provincials. Wow. Actually, and we because we'd already known we were going to go to Worlds because of our skill score, but. I mean, I guess we weren't totally sure because you know, we could have gotten pushed down. Because I think we only, mm-hmm. at that point in time, I think it was the top 30 driver skills teams would go. But yeah, so we, in our qual matches, we had a match against 1114M and a match against Pylon, so 5225A. And going into this, they were the the two top teams everyone was trying to be alliance partners with. And so, you know, here we were thinking, oh, shoot, you know, we're going to get absolutely destroyed during qualification matches. I went to the pylons matches and then we were, we were totally expecting to lose that one. I was like, okay, you know, just go in there, have fun. And then their, their intake, they got a cube stuck on it. And so they could only pick up one cube at a time. And so managed to beat them there. And we ended up as the first seed and then picked 1114M and they carried us through the elimination matches and we <laughs> <Nice>. won. <laughs> That's yeah. funny because on entire takeover with a match with Pylons, I was on 839Z at the time. <laughs> we were against Pylons mm-hmm. in the match in qualifications and we also didn't think oh. that we would win. <laughs> but I think they're autonomous, which did like a nine stack at the start very crazy autonomous mm. but that didn't work and then oh, yeah. something was up there with, with their robot but we somehow managed to win that match and it was like what okay <laughs> yeah actually i think yeah by the, the end of the parental tournament for us like the bot was barely working i think it would disconnect <laughs> every time the lift went down oh no <laughs> but uh, we took it as far as we needed to mm-hmm. well that is a pretty cool moment of vrc all right, so you're currently at McMaster University Engineering. Do you think that Vex ended up helping you in university in any way? So, uh, yeah, I think directly, maybe only a little bit, but indirectly, there's been a lot of ways that it's helped out. So I think just like the just general way of approaching the you know engineering process, like you learn a lot of those skills in Vex, which then really helps out in university. I think it makes, yeah, it makes you a lot more familiar with mechanical concepts and then i mean not even getting into programming that that goes a lot further i think there and just i mean yeah knowing you know how gears work and Mm -hmm. mechanical advantage stuff like that a lot of times if you know outside of x you don't really get to encounter those and you don't get to play around with them quite so much yeah i mean i guess you know if it weren't for vex i actually i'm not even sure if i would have gone into engineering so it definitely helped that way I mean, I hear, I hear a lot of people talking about it in terms of admissions. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not qualified to say if it helps at all there, but at least personally, I don't think it hurts. Yeah, I think robotics experience and that kind of skill in general is good to have when applying to universities. Yeah. So finally, what advice would you give to a current VEX competitor or a mentor uh, that's participating in the competition right now so uh, i think for competitors you really got to focus on having simple designs and not not that you can't make complicated robots that do really cool stuff but a lot of times the robot is going to work better if you 
focus on reducing the amount of wacky mechanisms. But at the same time, you still want to have original ideas and do cool things that wouldn't necessarily be the best competitively. And then going more specific, other big advice is to focus on how effectively your intake works. And especially with rookie teams, one thing I noticed is the the biggest bottleneck is usually them intaking. And it doesn't matter how you know where you can shoot the discs from. If you're having a hard time picking them up, it's going to take you longer to get them into the net. Well, yeah, I guess yeah. Going back to the thing I was talking about with the VEXU question about having designs where you know if the like you'll have your big overall goal that you want to make the robot be able to do, but to have it so that oh you know you have to compromise and have enough time. We can cut out this section and the rest of the robot will still be competitive. That designing with that in mind can be pretty helpful. Yeah, especially for the days leading up to a competition, I would say. And then for coaches, I think I just focus on being supportive without, you know, without just imposing your own ideas of what the robot should be. I, I, I feel like that's pretty basic, <laughs> but then I think the, the biggest thing is moral support. Yeah, I've noticed way with competitions. Because I mean, you know, when when the team is losing in in their qual matches, and they think, oh no, you know, day is going to be over now. Getting them into you know, a better mindset can really just make the day for them. Definitely, yeah. Okay, well that's great. <laughs> great mm-hmm. advice. Well, that just about wraps it up for our conversation with you today. Yeah, thank you for those insights, and thank you for joining us on this episode, Chris. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me. It was really fascinating to hear all of your stories and all your experiences as a longtime Dex competitor. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us today, Chris. Yeah, well, thank you for having me, and I hope the yeah podcast does well. So that was our conversation with Chris, and that's all for today's episode. Chris's journey as a longtime competitor in Vex Robotics was truly fascinating. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please remember to follow the podcast on your platform of choice so you won't miss any future updates. That's it for now, and thank you for joining us on The Drive Team.